gentlemen, how are you all? I hope well. I really do. I hope you're all doing well. I'm getting back to where I need to be. Um, good things are looking up here for me. I gotta try to figure out how I can kind of fill you guys in and update you. Um, because I have these episodes numbered and whatnot. So it's like it's hard to just kind of throw one in the middle there. Because then it'll mess the number up. So I gotta figure out how to do it. But anyway, um... We are back, and I, I love this conversation. This was a really interesting one. Um, again, another person I've been able to make friends with, and I'm very grateful for that because there was a period of time where I didn't have any friends at all. And I was at the end of my life and just wanted out, and now I have uh, I have an abundance of friends. I have so many, so many um, but yeah, so let's just, let's get to this conversation, but I appreciate you all as I, I, I always try to let you know how much I, I really do care that you guys, um, you know, interact and, and follow and support the show because it, it, you know, without anyone listening, I mean, I'd still probably do this and hopefully some people gravitate towards it, but in general, uh, I, I need you, uh, I need you all. So, all right guys, let's get into this great episode. Thanks. everybody we are here again um always excited to do these and always excited to explore other people's lives and their adventures and just kind of learn about them and kind of find the parallels and the similarities and um just connect with people i think it's just it's a great place to you know i'm I'm, you know again i don't want to pat myself on the back but it is really nice to have a platform for people to just kind of be themselves and share their stories and, and how much they've had to endure and go through and then they turn it around and do some great things with it. Um, again, I always talk about, you know, turning your pain into something beautiful. And so that's what our next guest does as well. Um, yeah, buddy, you want to introduce yourself? Maybe tell us a little about you. Yeah, absolutely. What's happening, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Hunter Potter. And again, man, this is awesome just to hop on here. And uh, regardless of how many people we touch and if we can help one person's life from this, you know, that's a win in my book. So I'm excited to be here. So thanks again for having me, man. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, like I said, I believe you, you reached out to me and like I said, that's, it's always nice to, you know, someone else does a little bit of the legwork and, um, is one of the things that it is very hard sometimes with podcasts is one of the underrated things is finding guests. Like I'm not Joe Rogan as much as I love his show and, you know, I support it in my own ways, but like, you know, the other day he had the rock on. Like the rock isn't knocking on my door. Not that he hasn't earned his spot, but it's like to find, and then on top of it, the subject matter that I cover, which is like trauma usually, um, regardless if it's disability or addiction or what have you, mental health, you know, it's, it's hard to get a lot of people to open up, especially when they, you know, some people may feel like you're exploiting them and all that. And so, yeah, and I guess, you know, it's also gratitude to you for, for reaching out. No, I love it, man. Vulnerability is, I mean, it's key. I know as men, you know, we're, we're taught our, our whole lives, you know, to keep it all down, keep it all within, you know, don't show emotion. That won't be very manly of you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like the more we can open up, uh, the more we can help somebody. But actually, it's more powerful to say, hey, I overcame this. You know, this used to be me and this is no longer me. I am no longer that guy. And like, to me, that's where the power lies. Yeah. No, that ego and bravado shit that men have is, it, at times it's very nauseating because and it, it's understandable because I'm a guy and I've been there and, you know, having some male figures in my life and it's like, you know, don't do this because this makes you gay or this makes you this or, um, you know, don't show emotion and, and all that. And the reality of it is like I was a kid full of emotion and I just wanted to kind of cry or I wanted to scream or I wanted to whatever because life was kicking me in the ass and... Um, there's nothing, it really, you know, I said this on a, on a video I did on TikTok the other day on, you know, how much like losing is important in life. I mean, you actually, it was, it was started from the conversation you and I had, and I posted something yeah. about how losing is so important because if you don't lose, you have no idea what it's like to win. You could be winning right now. You could be born into just, you know, financial just stature and you have no idea what it's like to actually win because you've never had to climb the ladder to get to that. And, um, you know, it's very powerful when, when you, in another video I did was about, 
um, you know, just being vulnerable and, you know, just owning who you are, but, and being different, like there's nothing wrong with being different, but like when you go through high school, being different is the worst thing in the world because now you're a target and you're a nerd or you're whatever. But when you become comfortable with yourself and again, I know some people become comfortable with themselves at a younger age, but they're, they're, you know, dime a dozen that doesn't normally happen when you're in high school you don't want to be the nerd you don't want to be the kid that doesn't get asked to the prom or whatever you want to be cool but when you get older you realize different is actually cool especially when you're actually different and so it's it's something that i've kind of taken a a liking just towards myself even i've been able to appreciate my journey and appreciate everything i've been through because i know how hard it's even it's taken from me and how much I've lost and how much I've gained just being in the position I'm at, uh, at this current time. Yeah, man, a hundred percent. And to start off what you started that conversation, what is, you know how they say, man, you can't sell millions without a couple hours. You got to go through those losses. And honestly, what we're going to dive into a lot today stems from one of my losses. Cause I, I'm the type of guy where, you know, I didn't really lose that much. Like, so growing up, if I lost, like, let's say I lost at a video game, that TV's getting fucking broken, right? Like, I was a very, very bad sore loser, okay? I, I had a couple older brothers, and, you know, I, I was, I did not like to lose. So mm-hmm. even going through life, man, like, high school, you know, I was prom king, you know, uh, you know, football player, star, you know, and then I went in the Marine Corps, and it's like, it, it didn't until I really lost at something in life and you would be surprised. You think it'd be like money. No, I've lost tons of money in my life. You know, I've made lots of money, lost it. You know, it was actually a person in my life that was like a true loss for me that I could not win back. I could always figure anything else out in my life. And this one thing that I lost and it kind of made me reevaluate life and like what I actually look at, what I care about, where, you know, where my true purpose is. And that's what kind of dove me down this freaking rabbit hole of just becoming obsessed with personal development and mindset so that's what we're going to get into a lot but man it's that it's that loss that will really teach you man because it's not it's not a loss it's, it's, it's a lesson until you quit though see anybody that says they failed it's because they quit brother they didn't they didn't continue because if not you just learn from it and you keep it pushing yeah no for sure i think because I, I you know when i was young and I, I understand the video game aspect of it because it's like when the when i would lose at a video game i'd say the video game cheated or whatever mm-hmm. i mean there's glitches and, and whatnot but in general every time i lost it had to be an excuse um because yep. I, I had already lost so much in my life i lost I'm, I'm, you know a majority of my vision and you know i lost a lot of friends and you know i just i went through a lot of trauma and pain but like, I think I was just expecting at that point in time, okay, this is the end of my journey of dealing with pain. And boy, was I wrong because it got much harder and much harder and, you know, adulthood kicks in and, and life kicks you in the ass again and you get back up and you get knocked on your ass again. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that was one of the hardest things for me to swallow was that like, you know, cause I used to make this, there was like a running joke that like, oh, I had Steven Johnson syndrome, which is the disease I had when I was a kid. I had SJS. So that means I won't get cancer or I won't get any other diseases. Like I'm done for life now. Right. And of course that's not, I mean, of course I haven't had anything else knock on wood on that level, but you know, that is not true. Anything can happen at any time. And so, um, you know, but you, it's hard to appreciate, especially when you're young and you're egotistic and all that. And, and you know, life is still pretty new. And if thing, and again, I never really had a whole lot handed to me, but in general, it was just, it was hard for me to kind of even losing a video game. It was really hard for me to even take that because it's like, all right, really God or whoever, you know, I've already lost so much. There's no way I could lose a video game or I could lose anything else because that's impossible. I've already lost too much, but nope, that's not how life works. No, no. And to reiterate the pain thing, pain brings discipline, man. Anytime you're faced with some pain or adversity, you got two choices. You can either dive deep into that and become a victim, or you can overcome it, add it to your story of overcoming, and then help the world overcome that same pain or adversity. So pain brings the discipline in your life, you know? And obviously you know that because you had two choices. Yeah, yeah. And... I mean, I, there was, there was times where I only had one and it wasn't the choice I wanted, but <coughs> and it, it sucked. It hurt. And, you know, sometimes you have to make real sacrifices, whether that's, you know, getting rid of people that you love or 
whatever, or you just, you have to make it, you have to move away from the only home, you know, or whatever you have to make decisions that are, that are beneficial to your life. And those are the type of, when they say doors open for you, a lot of times there are doors that can open for you, but you, you don't go through them. And that's why I think a lot of people, yeah. when they go, well, God is this and God is that. And it's not that I don't believe in God. I do. But it's, I think a lot of times they just think God like dictates every little second of your day. And I think a lot of times, he, and this is just my point of view, I have no proof of this, but it's just, I feel like he presented, he presents you with things. He puts you in positions to succeed, but it, it is ultimately up to you whether or not you want to succeed or not. He guides you, he helps you, but he's not going to be like, Hey, do this. This is going to make you a billion dollars. He gives you opportunities to make a billion dollars. Potentially, maybe a billion dollars isn't in your cards. But you could do this. But you also could rob a bank. You could do. It's potential you could do that. But it's also potential you're going to get caught and go to jail. Um, but it's also potential you could go through the door that's the hardest door, and it it could make you let's say six figures. It may not be a billion dollars or let's say a million dollars, but it's six figures, and you're going to be happy, and you're going to find love, and you're going to find you know, gratitude and appreciation. It's not what you thought you were going to get. But it's a door of success, nonetheless, and you know, and, and you know, that's just my take on it. But I, you know, everyone has their own thought process on it. No, yeah, for sure. My take on it is this: is we all have a vision of some sort. I mean, I don't care who you are, you have this vision in your head of what your best self would look like, where you would be at, where you know, what kind of money you would be making, what you'd be doing, right? And it's like get to that, you know. So, in my case, I believe in God. Yeah. Yes. So whatever you guys believe in, it, it, in order to get to that, you, you have that vision in your head. The universe doesn't give you step-by-step guide to get there, but you know where you're going. So yeah. the only step-by-step guide to getting there is every single day you align yourself with that best version of you. So like I even create like a little avatar, right? And it, it, mine's called the undeniable man, right? And it, every time I get conscious of this, you know, it really helps. So like I will come home from work and I'll, take my shoes off and leave them, you know, over here. And it's like, okay, wait, what would the, what would the undeniable man, what would the man do in this situation? Right. And I'm like, he'd put his, his shoes where they belong. And it's a little shit like that. But what I'm saying is like, that's how you stay aligned with that vision is you every single day, you just, you know, hone in on your alignment to that best version of yourself, man. That's what's going to take you to where it is you want to go. Cause I, we all have a vision. I don't care who you are. You have a vision. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you know, I mean, like I've always, you know, speaking of video games, I've treated a lot of my life like sort of like a video game, where it's like there's a lot of doors, and I have a lot of keys, but I don't know which door goes, or which key, which goes for what door, and you know, I'm just slowly unlocking certain levels in my life, and unlocking certain things where I'm starting to to see the vision. It's getting clearer, and the path is starting to get wider and longer. <clears throat> and as I kind of progress, I, I start to unlock these things, and there's certain tools that are given to me by certain people that I've crossed in my path, whether it's, you know, someone like a mother who's still in my life or someone who was like a therapist or a teacher or somebody. And they kind of bestowed me with some sort of key or knowledge, something that I can't even use at that point in time. But later you get down through the game and you get to a certain level and you go like, how do I complete this mission? How do I get through this puzzle? And then you go, Oh, there's that, that accessory, that little tool I have there in my bag and I pull it out and metaphorically I use it and it's like that got me through that and you start to realize like how connected all this stuff is. And that's something yeah. I've learned a lot in the last three months. Like I got fired from my job. I just got a new job that's so much better and I haven't even officially started but it's like they've put me in positions to do so much more where I can help people with disabilities find employment. And it's like that was the most craziest thing and the irony to me because it's like all of a sudden I have a job where I'm helping people with disabilities find employment and a second ago I was a person with a disability who was unemployed, who was looking yeah. for a job to just, just find employment in general beyond the podcast and now I can do the thing that I was, you know, I can now help those people and not feel alone because I understand where they are and I'm like, man, this shit is really all connected like because there's so yeah. many things that I used in these three months tools that I had already but I never used them and I didn't know how to use them properly and I'm like wow okay it wasn't the right time or place you know? no you remember I told you the other day about having that whiteboard up and I told yeah. you I told yep. you I had it here for years and I never I barely used it I used it for silly things somebody would come and write something dirty on the board or something but I never I never used it and then all of a sudden it's like okay I get laid off 
what can I do to work on myself? And then I'm like, oh, I can try to find ways to be disciplined by writing daily tasks. If I write them on here, I have to complete them. And it was something that helped me become more disciplined and start, you know, helping me to be more proactive in my life and to, to work on things that are important that I would normally procrastinate on. So, and that's a tool that I had, you know, it's even a physical thing too, but it was like, it was a thing I had this whole time and I didn't know what to do with it until boom, something came and I was like, here you go, do this. And it, it, it helped immensely. And that's it, man. And, and to play off of that, rolls into the self-belief aspect, right? Like when you were going through the the separation from your job, at that point in your life, it could have been chaos. It could have been, uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I don't know this, right? But if, if you have a true underlying self-belief that, look, I'm going to figure this out. You know, I know there's a higher power of some sort that has written, you know, something in this, something will come from this beneficial, you know, because I know I'll make it happen, right? And, and that self-belief, I'm telling you what, man, the way we talk to ourselves, it, it's everything. It can make or break your mindset the way you talk to yourself. Cause it can be real easy when you're down in the dumps oh, yeah. to start listening, to start listening to that little voice on your shoulder. That one that tells you you're not good enough. The one that tells you, you know, maybe, maybe this world would be, be a better place without you, you know, been there. So it's like, you know, we, yeah, I've been there too. And it's, it's just a matter of frequency, man. So if anybody's ever in that state to where, they feel as they are not enough. My number one thing literally just happened to me. Actually, I think I talked to you about it. I just got off the phone with somebody that was yeah, wanting yeah, yeah. to uh, to take their own life. And I and I literally had to just change his mindset and, and make him really realize. Because when you're in the thick of it, if you guys have never been in the thick of that, that deep, dark place, there, there ain't a lot talking you out of it. You've already, you've already ran through every scenario in your head, right? Left to right, up and down. And... When you're at that low frequency, you you do think the world might be a better place without you. So I I literally had him change his frequency right away, and, and I had him do some push-ups right away. I said, "Look, drop the phone, and, and I need you to do a hundred push-ups for me." Right? You don't you can stop, but you can't. You have to do a hundred, right? So I changed his his frequency so that way he would have been more apt to listening to what I was saying after that. And I and I just really put it on him, like because he thought this is where it all ends. This is where it all, I'm at rock bottom, right? This is my rock bottom. This is where it ends. And I, all I had to do is shift his mindset. And I'm like, dude, rock bottom is the most beautiful fucking place on this planet. Because this, now your story begins. Now you get to rewrite your story, man. And you can help so many people out there. If you can overcome this and you can stand up, dust yourself off, put one foot in front of the other and overcome this adversity you're facing, Man, you could literally change the world, right? And, I, and so that's what I told. Him. So if anybody's out there at rock bottom, just know it's a beautiful fucking place to be, bro. It definitely, yeah, it definitely can be because it's where you find some of the most beautiful things. When if 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 you have that inner spirit and you want, if you can find something to to hold on to to live for, and it can be the most minute, just small little thing that doesn't like doesn't seem to matter to most people, very insignificant. But then to you, it matters. And I've said this many times on here. It's like if you can find, you know, you know, there's a show that you love and, you know, season seven is coming out next season, you know, in in three months. You're like, well, I do want to see that. It's like, well, now you have three months you want to live. And then a lot can happen in three months. And then that show could end and go, well, we're signing up for season eight. Well, you know, season eight. I'd love that because I love how season seven ended. Now I want to live another year. And then again, it sounds dumb because it's it's a small thing. It's not like, well, I want to live for my family or my kids or whatever, but it, it's something. And you you're grasping and you're holding on to life, and and that's the thing. It's all about getting to the next day. As corny as that sound, and people say that, well, I'm just trying to get to the next day, you know. But that's what it is. You it, when you look too far ahead, <coughs> life becomes way more challenging, and it, it's it's way more you know nerve inducing, and it's. An anxiety pat, you know, anxiety attack because you're like, oh my god, in three weeks I don't, I won't even be alive in three weeks because I can't take much more of this. And it's like, no, you can, but you have to focus on today. You can't focus on three weeks. You just can't. Hundred percent. We only have today, man. And that, regardless of what frequency you're in, whether you're at a high state or low state, if you're down, if you're up, you only have today to move that needle, right? Like you you don't have to look too far in the future. You got, but you only have today to execute. Cause I feel like sometimes so many times people get so wrapped up into the future or the past. And it's like, dude, today is just going right by you, brother. It's like, 
Yeah. If you don't realize that, all you have to do is get to work on what it is you truly want. Like, don't underestimate the power of one day because that's all we really have. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, because, I, you know, as much as I love this, I, I would like you to kind of share, like, some of your journey, some of the things you've been through so that people can understand, like, how you've kind of gotten to this perspective. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll try and summarize it because sure. we could be here for a while. No, I got you. I was, yeah, uh, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, so I was born into uh, a single mother, right? Uh, single mom, you know, middle class. My two other bro- my two older brothers lived with my father, and it was just me and my, my mom. She was always uh, gone. She was an entrepreneur. She owned a, a hair salon, so she was always gone. So I was always at home alone and stuff, and I became obsessed with money at that age. And any way I could make money, whether illegal or legal, so I, I got into – drug dealing in high school right that's what i so what i was doing then i turned to gambling and uh i went broke so many times i I couldn't even count i was like selling my mom's stuff while she was gone i was selling her treadmill to get some money to go play poker with and i was like okay i need a i need a a paycheck so i'm like okay i drive by the marine corps uh, recruiting center and i just go in there and i come out and i come home and i'm like hey mom i'm going into the marine corps like this was it was crazy because nobody in my family was ever really in the military or anything like that. Before, and I picked the hardest branch. I picked the hardest branch out there. Before you go uh, on, but were, I you really, was, were you really close with your mother? Yeah, me and my mom to this day is that's probably you know one of the only people I'm really, really, truly close with. God, that's why I wanted to put it into perspective because I'm pretty sure you were, and to sell your mom's stuff probably had to be hard one way or another. No, oh, yeah, oh, it was very, yeah, it was, but it wasn't. I was overtaken by right, uh, right. by the, the, and, the yeah. Exactly. So, so anyway, I, I joined the Marine Corps. Uh, mind you, this whole time I'm with my uh, high school sweetheart. We were together since we were 14 till I was oh, 24. Yeah, 14 to 24. So I bring her into the Marine Corps with me and uh, obviously learn a bunch of discipline and everything like that. But then even the Marine Corps really couldn't contain me. I knew like, hey, I, I hate being told what to do every day. I, I know this isn't for me. You know, I'm pretty much going to just do my four years and, and get out. Well, at that point, I started to fall out of love with my uh, my ex-wife. And I call my mom and I say, hey, mom, how do I get a divorce? All this stuff. Well, a week later, she gets pregnant. So, okay, I'm getting separated. She's pregnant. Um, I send her home. I come home. And uh, obviously, it's just not working out. We're trying to do it for the, for the baby that's coming. The baby's born. And. And uh, it's just not working. So I turned to freaking drinking. And I'm every day I'd be, you know, I was still up early as hell at the office early. I, I started real estate. Uh, but then every day I, I just didn't want to go home because it, it was not a place of home for me. So I just would go to the bar every freaking day, man, and just, you know, drink until I couldn't and then go home, you know, probably drunk and drink and drive more times than I should have. Shouldn't have done it once. Um, but anyway, fast forward, I get a divorce, you know, so now I got the split custody thing going on. I'm dealing with all this. Uh, I'm getting freaking. I had a lawsuit come over me, man. And I almost had like, I owned a lot of houses at this time. Cause I was, yeah, I was making a lot of money, especially at a young age, man. I'm, I'm hustling. Like I'm just busting my ass selling houses and I'm buying a house like every single month. Anyways, I, I was getting sued. I almost lost like $2 million uh, in houses at the time. So I was just going through it all. And uh, then fast forward, I find this girl that I really, truly love, except for I never healed myself, right? So we get together. We're together for two years. And we, I mean, we're shaking and moving. It's, but I cannot kick the drinking, man. I really couldn't. And that led to us breaking up. And that's the one person... I hate to even say it. It's like, dude, I've had my teeth knocked out. I've had, I've gotten to so many, you know, fist fights and, and I was in the Marine Corps, you know, traveling with the Marine Corps. It's like, how the hell is heartbreak going to take me down? Right. But it, it wasn't sure necessarily, yeah, it, it hurt. dude. Don't, it, I went slipped into a dark place, but it was like, Oh, I forgot to tell you the biggest thing of all during this time. So while I'm getting the, while I'm going through the heartbreak right before that, I found out my biological dad who I thought, was not my dad, so I always wondered because why? Why does he love my two brothers more? Right? I, I don't. I don't really ever see him. I don't go to him. Well, it comes to find out he wasn't even my father. So my whole life was a lie. So I'm getting hit with a divorce. I'm getting hit with a lawsuit. 
I'm finding out my biological dad's not, you know, not him. And, and the messed up part is I knew who the guy was that is my biological dad. So uh, it's like I knew him, but I didn't know him like that, obviously. Sure. So, <clears throat> I just had this whirlwind of stuff coming over me. And then fast forward a tiny bit because I never heal from it all. I go to the breakup. And then that's when I just kind of like let it all take over. You know, I was just like, I'm like, F this, man. I literally blew like $300,000. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like when people think that, you know, you're going to go out and, and get money and that's going to solve your problems. It's not, yes. Are a lot of, does money solve problems? 100%. Of course it does. A lot of problems are solved by money. But you will never find that true inner peace and happiness if you don't look within, man. Like outside success means absolutely nothing without internal success and, and peace. So that's kind of the summed up of, of where I am at this point in my life. So after I got out of that dark hole, and we can go over some some ways to get out of a hole and everything like that. And when I shift my mindset and I raise my standards again and I, I committed to this journey and I committed to myself and I kept my word every single day and I'd never missed, I dove in real deep into personal growth and, and, and how a mindset can really save your life, you know, because at that point, man, I had, I had everything. I, I was making a half a million dollars as a 26 year old kid. You know, I, I was, you know, I have everything, you know, but for some reason, I still wanted to take my life. It was just, it was a crazy thing for me. So I, I dove deep into that. So that's why I'm here on this podcast now is just, you know, try and help some people out there, man. Let's see if we can't shift the mindset, you know, tell them that they can overcome whatever it is they're going through. Cause I promise you, I've gone through it before I've overcame it. And, uh, I just know that, you know, tomorrow there's, there's some light, baby, there's some light. So we just got to, keep pushing and get better today and knowing that it's all going to work out. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I always like to paint the full picture so people know why it is you're on this mission because a lot of, you know, there's a lot of people that say like hippy dippy shit and it's like, Oh, that's light. And then it all ends up life is going to be okay. But it's like, what is your experience? Because, you know, I've said this many times, like there's a lot of people that say like, Oh, I got a master's in mental health. And I go, so do I, I just didn't go to school for it. So what, what, what is your, what's your real experience? Cause if your experience is you went to school for it, I don't really care. But if you like, you 100%. live this shit, then I want to hear because that means a lot. Like dealing with addiction is, you know, it's the thing that it's, you know, that it probably affects the most people, whether it's drugs or alcohol uh, or gambling or sex or, or whatever. Um, it, it affects and kills so many people. And, and there's a lot of people that will never, ever, be able to fight off their full addiction regardless of, or gambling as well. That was another big one you said. Um, how, how long have you been sober? Uh, going on completely, I mean, completely sober. It's been, you know, two years since I've been, you know, but now I don't even have a drop of alcohol anymore. So it, it got to that point to where, like, I won't even have, like, a cheers of champagne anymore. It could just, it's just, it's not worth it for me at this point in my life. Awesome. Uh, but it's been years since I've, you know, been crazy, you know, cause I, I trust me, I, I went, I went off the deep end, yeah. uh, for a while there. I'm proud of you, my friend. That's awesome. That's like, yeah, that's the shit that, you know, cause man, and again, I don't care what you would have said, whether it was 30 years, two years or a couple months, like the fact that, you know, you mean, you know what your bottom was and you know how bad life really got for you. And like, I love that you said that like you pretty much had everything. You had the girl, you had the money, you know, you had everything and you still wanted out of life. And that's why I always 100%. talk about the Robin Williams situation because that to me, I was a huge fan and of, for many reasons, but like Robin Williams did have everything. He had the money, he had the fame and you know, they tried to come up with many reasons why you're like, well, he was broke. It's like he was broke ish. He had money. He didn't have as much money as he did, but they were making sequels to all his movies. And on top of that, he could go on a comedy tour anytime he wants and sell out the garden or wherever and make the money back. It was the fact that he he wasn't as fast as he once was, and he lost a huge step. And he didn't he couldn't do the voices, and he couldn't you know he, he wasn't himself, or at least that's how what he told himself. And um, he, yeah. and he had kids. He had a wife. He had a career. He had. You know, he had everything that you could possibly imagine in life, fame and notoriety. And he, he hung himself. He killed himself. And it's like, 
man, or, or Kurt Cobain, you know, he had the biggest band, the hottest band at that point in time, like the nineties was, was grunge and Nirvana was the king of grunge. And there wasn't a band at that point in time bigger than them. And he shot himself. Now I know there's conspiracy theories, but I'm not going to get into all that nonsense, but like he killed himself and, you know, in a brutal way on top of it. And it's like, you know, and, and another thing that I've also talked about here, it seems like nowadays, every time I see a celebrity die, minus like cancer or something, it seems like it's suicide. And it's, it's, yeah. it's so depressing because there's people that a lot of these people are in my childhood and it's like, holy shit, man. And again, it is different for me because, you know, I'm, I'm only 35 and, you know, a lot of like my, my grandma's 91. So a lot of the people that are her child, they're all gone. But like when I see, you know, whoever died, I'm like, oh my God, like this is just terrible. And it, it seems like suicide is just the way to do it now. And, you know, and that's why it's so important to have these conversations because again, one of the biggest things about this for me is to make sure, and I, and I told you this the other day as well, is, is just to make people so they don't feel alone because I don't have the story. Yeah. You have. I've never gambled. Um, I know if I did, I probably would be as bad as you. I don't know about as good, but I'd be as bad as you. And if I drank, which I have had drinks, I don't like alcohol, but if I were to even, I think I went through most of my life without doing it. And then when I became an adult, I was like, this is gross. Um, but I think if I would have started early, I have that addiction, addictive personality where I know I would have probably been an addict. And, yeah. you know, I've seen what I've seen, what these things, drugs and alcohol and gambling have done to a lot of people in my circle. And it's, it's awful, but it's, it, you know, it's so great to have a story. Like, like I said, it, just because it's not my story doesn't mean I can't share it. And to have someone like yeah. anyone who can talk about the things and be as transparent and as open as possible is the most beautiful thing because you don't hear this enough. You hear too many people give you a very like surface filtered level of what it is and they don't they don't give you the most uncomfortable moments. It's just kind of like, yeah, it wasn't great, but now I'm good. And it's like, no, 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 that's not helping anybody. Cause the person who's at their bottom right now, that's just killing them. That's not helping them. Yeah. And I want to, let's dive even a little bit. I feel like alcohol is a huge thing right now across the world. So I I want to talk, I want to talk even more on that because for me, alcohol was kind of like a a rite of passage. And I know it is for a lot of other people out there. Like you can't wait till you turn, you know, 21 so you can have that drink you know that was like yeah. becoming a man right that's so anytime moving forward that you feel like you're less of a man what do you do you go to the thing that that you grew up on thinking that made you more of a man so you go to that drink right yeah. you can have a little break right and it was like my justification was look i know real alcoholics right and i'm talking there's people in my family direct family that will wake up drink a fist until they can't move, until they can't piss. Can't tell you how many times I've had to save their life from from being so drunk and have to take them to the hospital to detox their body and stuff. And it's just like, so in my head, I justified because I was a social alcoholic, right? I was, I didn't want to, I wasn't sitting at home drinking a fist till I couldn't piss, you know? I was out and about drinking, you know, socializing, but I was still drinking every single day. So it was like, this story I told myself that I was, oh, I'm justified right now, right? Like, I'm not as bad as them. A functioning so alcoholic? Okay. Yeah, I was a functioning alcoholic, but I wasn't as bad as these guys, right? So sure. that made it okay for me. But at the end of the day, I had to really come to the conclusion of I don't want to be just a little better than some of these people. I want to be the best version of me, and that best version of me has nothing to do with alcohol. I don't need alcohol. Alcohol doesn't make me a man. If anything... Alcohol makes me less of a man. I don't keep my word as much, right? I wasn't keeping my word. Yeah. And then when I had a son, I was never present, right? Because all I'm thinking about is, okay, what, what if we're going to dinner tonight, we got to go somewhere that has a bar, right? So I can at least get drinks while I'm at dinner, right? It's like little things like that that occupy your mind and take you out of the present moment as your kid is growing up right in front of your eyes. And it's like, looking back on it, it, it was painful, man. So to know that, like, you wanted to, figure out a way to have a party more than you wanted to spend time with your son that's growing up right in front of your eyes, knowing damn well, you didn't have a father while you were growing up. Like this is the shit I was battling with, you know, yeah. it was getting, it was getting real deep on me. Cause I'm like the top of my goal list in, to this day. I still look at my goal list every day. The number one thing, that's not even a number it's, it's, it's in asterisk is to be the most present father I can be. And I'm like, I'm looking at these goals and it's a million dollars in passive income and stuff like that. 
and I'm overlooking the one fucking thing that I cared about most and right in front of my eyes. And I'm like, this has got to stop, man. I got to become more present. I got to look within right now. I got to become the man that I always needed while I was growing up and not only give that to my son, but give that to the world of people who maybe didn't have a, a father figure like me and maybe didn't have a role model. Because trust me, I'm, I'm not here to say I'm a role model at all, but I'm here to say I'm so self-aware knowing the areas that I've screwed up in time and time again in my life and moving forward, I will never make those same mistakes. And every single day I'm going to get a little bit better and be aligned with, with my true self. Right. So it's just, it's crazy, man. But if people are out there turning to the bottle, you know, that's going to be the hardest thing for them, but they got to take, they got to take it one day at a time and, and just really have a one-on-one talk with that man in the mirror, bro. And, and, and really get to the root of why it is you're drinking and, and why you're talking to yourself the way you are. And if you need a break from life, it's probably because you're procrastinating on that little voice in your head that's telling you things to do, and, and you're just not listening to it. Because trust me, I, I battled it, man. And again, the only true peace you're ever going to have, money won't bring it, nothing will bring it, is, is just being aligned with that true self and, and listening to that subconscious and, and doing the things that you know is right. Yeah, and, 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 you know, it's more than just looking in the mirror and going, oh, my God, you got a pimple. Like, no, you're stripping yourself no. metaphor, like mentally. You're, you're just naked. You're just going, hey, you suck, and this is why you suck. And it's not like it's not like your inner demon's going like, oh, you're ugly and you're useless and you can't. No, you're, you're literally doing it. It's like you're, you're cleansing yourself of, of, you know, and of all the shit you continue to make excuses for. And you're, you're, you're basically just doing like an internal diagnostic and you're just saying, this is the problem. This is the problem. And again, there are a lot of things in our lives. Like, you know, whether you're, you know, your father not being in your life is a real thing. That's a real excuse. It, it doesn't make it right for you to go do drugs and gamble and fuck up relationships and whatever, but it is a real excuse. It is traumatic as like my disability is traumatic or whatever. There are things that in life that happen to us and it's not our fault. And we also have to realize that too. It's like, oh, it's not your fault. Like you're not you're not plagued with this because God doesn't like you or because you're a bad person or whatever. But you do have to look at the things that you are causing trouble for, especially when it comes to yourself. It's like you're doing this. You are the problem for this because you're lazy or you you procrastinate or whatever it is, whatever your problem is. You're an alcoholic. Like, yeah, you're not as bad as these people, um, but you're bad. And it doesn't matter what, yeah. you know, you got to stop comparing yourself to those people. Because, yeah, I mean, the irony of those people that you were referring to is like, how funny is it? They feel like they can't function without alcohol, but when they have alcohol, they can't function, you know? But it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, who gives a shit what they're doing with their lives? You, you know, you actually have more of an insight because you you can be sober and you do have money and you do have all these things and yet you still find reasons to drink and you still find reasons to kind of sabotage your life and it's like yeah to take yourself and just you know like i said just strip yourself naked and go like dude you're a problem yeah you're not you're not a pedophile or you're not a rapist or you're not this and you're not that but that doesn't mean what you are isn't great you know isn't isn't bad you know you're still a problem yeah and here's a practical application of that that I'm actually looking at right now as we speak. So I did this exact same thing, and I'm actually writing a book on, on some of this right now. But at the top of a piece of paper, grab a big blank sheet of paper. I literally take out my whole entire kitchen counter, and I have a big piece of whiteboard paper. And at the top, I, I, I named it my avatar name, and you name it, whatever it is, the best version of yourself would be, right? The first thing you can go to and, like, switch on and off, like, okay, right now I need to be like this guy, right? And mine was undeniable man. That's, that's what it is. But on the left side of the piece of paper, I wrote down all the negative things or things that I do not like about myself currently. Sure. In the center, I drew a, a, just a blank, big, muscular man, and I wrote become the man you always needed. And on the right side, I wrote some things that I, that I am proud of myself on and then other attributes that I think the undeniable man would have. So I'm not going to run through them all, but over here on the left side, the, the bad things was drinking and, and drugs and not holding my promises and mental vices like porn and, and lack of high standards and gambling and self-respect and projecting my insecurities, right? Those were, I wrote down every single negative thing I could think about uh, the, the person I didn't truly love, right? And then sure. over here, it was confidence. It was grit. It was presence. It was ownership. It was loyalty. It was 
it was outstanding habits. It was a leader. It was someone who keeps his word dependable. His time is respected. He's stoic. He's faithful. He has diligence. He's disciplined. And it's just like I looked at that every single day, and it just became in my head to where I was so self-aware of it, and I just started to act as that person. You know, so it's like the more we can look within, the more we can get self-aware and then, you know, remind ourselves every single day, like, you're not perfect, man. You're going to fuck up. And it's like a lot of times though, I feel like people will screw up one time, like early in the morning or early in the day. And then they let that ruin the rest of their day. Well, I, I, I hit snooze one time. So I, I'm, you know, today's a, today's a write-off. Like, no, man, align yourself back with that with that person, with that, with that best version of you. Okay. Yep. I did miss that. So guess what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to cut my gym short. I'm going to have to go extra hard and I'm going to have to make up for that. Like, like align yourself, just get back on path. Cause I, I run into that a lot as Damn. I'm training people. Oh yeah. did like lapses and going backwards. And I mean, I, I mean, I know people are probably tired of me saying this, but the, I always use like the quicksand theory of going full, you know, hopefully taking more steps forward than backwards. And at times you're going to lapse, you're, you're going to relapse, you're going to, in your case, physically relapse, but like go backwards, you're going to, you know, you're going to mess up or you're going to have a mental health day where you're just depressed and you're going to let the emotions take over you and you're going to sit and cry, or you're going to punch a pillow, or you're just going to feel sorry for yourself. But the good thing is that for the rest, you know, the, in the place that you're in, you're continuing to move forward. So you've now evolved. So now when you take one step backward, the next day you're going to take three steps forward because you've already recovered. Like it's going to take more, less than 24 hours. You're going to be back on your feet. You're going to be fighting. Obviously, if you're in a certain place. But like once you do that, it's like, okay, now I'm taking three steps forward and one step backward instead of th the opposite or two and one. Now I'm four and one. Now I'm five and one. I'm continually moving and I'm going to have a day and you're allowed to have a cheat day regarding anything. I mean, obviously not with addiction, but you know, but you're allowed to have a cheat day in some way where you're allowed to feel sorry. You're allowed to, to break character or you're allowed to kind of get off the path for a minute and just, you know, take a, a pee break or take a, you know, a, a, some water and, or take a nap. But don't let that consume you. Don't let that be, you know, don't, don't let that 24 hours or that five hours turn into a week or a month, which is would have been previously in your life because that's when you were most consumed by this and that's when you were at your worst. But it's like, yeah, and like I said, you're allowed to have a day or two, you know, not a day or two, but, you know, you're allowed to have some time where you can, you know, like I said, lapse and, and, and you know, whatever, give in to some degree. But then take that and then let the next day fuel you even more. And now you just go twice as hard and you just keep pushing yourself. And eventually, you know, I, again, for me, I never think I'm ever going to defeat my mental health entirely. I win the ultimate war because I'm alive and because I'm able, I'm turning my, my life around and I'm, I'm turning it into something. I'm, I'm turning into the person I've always wanted to be. But I have days where I go, fuck it, TJ, you suck. And I have to get over that. I have to check myself. Um, I, I have moments where I, I think really stupid things or awful things. And I go, you know what? Let's sit here. Let's think about it. And let's get this over with. And, and you know, say all the things. Think all the awful things you want. And let's, let's, let's think how that is helpful. How is that helping our situation? And then I get over it the next day I, or even maybe later that day I bounce back and I'm more inspired and, and I'm, I'm more confident and I'm just like, let's go. And then I start doing more advocacy and helping people and, you know, reaching out to guests and, and doing whatever. And I'm back. I'm back better well, than ever. I love it because guess what? We are not our thoughts. We are the actions we take after our thoughts, right? We're all going to have fucked up days. We're all going to have days where our thoughts are not right. We have negative self-talk, right? It's just how many days are you doing that? How many wins? It's just about stacking those wins. But yeah. at the end of the day, we are not our thoughts. We are the action taken after our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you know, you can't like most people in life can't go like Floyd Mayweather <laughs> to have an undefeated record, you know, especially, you know, cause the battles that we're fighting, you're going to take some real losses and it's going to suck. Like, like a relationship, you're going to lose some people and it's going to be your fault sometimes. Sometimes it's not, but you're going to lose and you're going to lose people. You're going to lose money. You're going to lose whatever. You're going to, you're going to lose like stability and, um, you know, your reputation's going to be hurt. A lot of things are going to take a lump. your pride, especially as a man, you're going to lose your pride at times. Um, cause you're going to, you're going to hear some things that aren't the kindest things to hear about yourself. And you're, you know, you know, especially a girl, a girl can really hurt your pride with a couple words. 
Um, but but you can get all that back. There's things you can't get back, but you can get that back, and you can fight for it, and you can be a better person. But you have to want that shit. And a lot of people, they just want things handed to them. They just think it's just going to show up on their plate and go, "Oh, thank God, I'm now a loyal person, or I'm a good person, I'm I'm an honest person, I'm a decent person." It's like you don't, you can't earn that shit. I mean, I mean, I mean, you have to earn that shit. Most people just have it already in them, but it, you, if you want it, you gotta fight for that shit. You want light. You want things. You know, and again, some people, I know some, I know some, somebody might say, well, you know, some people have things and they didn't deserve it. I, I, you know, whatever. But for the majority of us out here, like we have to fight for it. And when you fight for it and you actually achieve it and you earn it, it feels so satisfying. It really does. And I haven't even come close to achieving the things I want to achieve in life. But the things that I have, including fighting a disease um, and fighting my mental health, like it feels so powerful to even just be alive every day and just go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm here. And, yep. you know, Man. yeah, Go ahead, work creates the worst, you know, you can, and I'm here to tell you, here's, here's a, from my real life, uh, way to understand that. So work creates the worst. And one time I, I didn't do a lot of work, right. But I received a very large paycheck for, for not doing any work. Well, guess what I did with that money? I absolutely blew it because I didn't have any pride in that. Right. I didn't really work for that money. I, it just came to me and, so, but that just goes to life too. In general, it's like unless you work your ass off for something, it doesn't make it worth it. And that's why, truly, that's why I love fitness and personal growth because you can't deny it. It's undeniable. There's no arguing your body. There's no arguing, you know, your mindset. Like you cannot argue that stuff. It's undeniable, and, and that's why I love it because it only like, you can only do it through hard work and dedication. Yeah, yeah I love it, man. Can you, um, and we talked about this the other day and you said you wanted to talk about, can you kind of, because I think it's also in relation to this, it has some connection. Can you talk about like your love for Detroit and like how it kind of relates to your life? You were talking about Yeah, that man. Day. Yeah, yeah. So I recently moved to down, well, not recently, about, I don't know, half a year, right after that breakup uh, that really uh, crushed me, I, I, I noticed Detroit was growing. So it was kind of like a, a metaphor of, you know, Detroit is rebirthing itself, you know, from the ashes and it's, it's turning into this beautiful place. So I just up and left and moved smack dab downtown. And, uh, I'm Where'd used you live to being before? Surround- uh, it was called Port Huron. So it was like a water city. It's right? in Michigan? Like, yeah, it's in oh, okay. Michigan. Gotcha. So it's on, it's on Lake Huron. So it's like, you know, we're, it's a big summer town, right? You know, a lot of partying in the summer and stuff surrounded by water. Sure. So then I moved to downtown Detroit and it's like, it's got like this, you know, a little bit colder feeling and it's a, you know, a harsh, harsher feeling with all the cement in the, in the buildings. And there's just like this raw energy to it that I just, I fell in love with, man. I'm, I'm up every morning. I wake up at like 4am every single day. Uh, and I'm just running through the, the streets and it's just like this energy. And it, it just kind of played into my life of like, you know, like sometimes things have to be hard, you know, in order to grow into something beautiful, like it has to be hard. Like you, you don't just get, you know, it just, it doesn't come easy. So the work instills the worst. And that just kind of why I fell in love with Detroit. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, some things come out of nowhere. You learn something from something like there's things like certain shows or certain music or artists that I've listened to. And I'm like, man, I was meant to hear that because it did something for me. And maybe, you know, everyone might not get the same reaction or the same emotion from it, but it's like, for me, it was like, I needed to hear that. I needed to be around that. Uh, and, you know, like Detroit, that's, that's cool. Cause you know, I, you know, we talked about the other day, I remember how bad Detroit was where you could buy a house for like a couple hundred dollars and it was, yeah. like, it was so bad. And there was just wild animals like bears and dogs everywhere. And, um, I told you I was one like Eminem did a whole video and he was just trying to get money for Detroit because it was so bad. And I was, you know, and it's like, Jesus, so it's good to, to know. And it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of the, you know, it, it kind of, you know, a metaphor for your life. So it's really cool. Yeah, I love it. But, but also at the end of the day, I just made a post about this. No matter where I go, right? It doesn't matter if I'm in Detroit. It doesn't matter your upbringing, your circumstances, no matter where you go in life, there you are. Right. So it's like, there's a lot of things in life that we try to push the blame on, you know, like me, I, 
soon as I found out my dad wasn't my dad, you know, I started to like push some blame or the drinking was like, Oh, that's just, you know, that's just how my family does it. You know, it's like we look for things to put the blame on, you know, to take it off of our shoulders. But at the end of the day, no matter where you go, there you are. And it's on you, man, to really change your life and, and have that talk with that man in the mirror and, and dive deep, man. I'm telling you what, I've never been happier in my life than I have with this adventure of personal growth. And just, this has become my new addiction. And it's like, sometimes like when, if you want to get rid of something, like you have to add something new. So you better make sure it's positive. And I fully believe in that. And it's just like, dude, I've become obsessed with this growing this mind because it's endless, man. It's endless. Like if you think about anything in the world, anything, I'm looking at a little train going through downtown right now. And it's like, that was just a thought in somebody's head right there. That's just a thought in somebody's head until somebody wanted it bad enough to take that thought and manifest it into reality. And it's just like, as crazy as it sounds, I truly believe in that stuff, manifestation and, and being aligned with your purpose and, and truly mapping out what it is you want, you can have anything you truly want. It's like, we hear that all the time, but like, look around all the, all the validation in the world is all around you. It's just like, you got to believe in yourself, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so easy not to, it's easy just to give in and screw it. Um, I've, I've doubted my, I mean, I doubt myself all the time, even when I know I'm doing the right thing. Like I, I, I can have a cure for cancer and go, well, ah, no one's going to want this. Like, you know, like it doesn't matter. I, I will always doubt myself, but I usually, especially more in the last few years, I've really, I'm able to kind of just wipe it away and just say, no, I got this. Don't worry about it. Um, so like, you know, you know, more now current day, like what is your, what is your, obviously your objective, your goal? What are the things you're, you're doing today? Um, for, for other people, for yourself, like what, what, what does your life look like now? Yeah. My goal is really to impact as many people as I can. So that's why right now I'm, I'm very structured in my life. That was a big thing that turned my life around is honing in on that structure and that those daily habits and, and not missing no matter what, because self-confidence comes from, you know, keeping the promises you say to yourself. So I live by, by my structure now. So I'm training a lot of people. You know, I, I'm, I'm dialing in uh, the back end of my businesses with the book writing and the programs. And, and I'm doing a lot of podcasts right now and trying to gain some attention because the more attention I have, the more people I can actually help, you know, get out of their slumps and, and move on with their life and, and truly make something, something good of it. Because success, there's no lack of success out there, man. It's like, I feel like we think of money and success as this finite object and it's, it's really not. I mean, money is just success is available to anybody. It's just like, once you change that mindset, you can truly go after what it is you want. So that's where I'm at in my life right now, man. Just trying to impact as many people as I can spread some good words and, uh, bring some energy around to this world, bro. Yeah. And I think with them, you know, because we're getting to know each other and, and friendly and so on. And, um, I, I think the, the thing that's the most inspiring and the thing that I'm most pleased with beyond the fact that you're sober is like you genuinely do and you said you are but you genuinely do seem like happy and I, I I'm, I'm good at picking up like a bullshit detector because a lot of people say well I'm happy and then you know like inside they're crying um and, yeah. I, and I'm sure that was me forever that oh, was yeah. me forever yeah and I'm sure you still have a couple of days every so often that's like oh, yeah. oh, fuck of course because you can't I mean when you have addictive issues and you know, you have inner struggles and, you know, you have doubts and so on. And that's just regardless if you have addiction issues or not, you know, I don't, you know, but I have issues 100%. where I beat the hell out of myself. Um, but it, it, I think it's so refreshing to just know, like, you know, where you've come from and how low you got to know that you're now that you're happy. And, and you know, I'm sure for a while it took a while to get here. And then all of a sudden things just start springing out of nowhere and start happening and, um, it's almost like you put like one seed in the ground and then all of a sudden like a whole garden just came out and it's like, um, it's amazing to kind of, well, it's like the bamboo, man. You know how bamboo grows? How's that? You water it for up to years okay? without a single, without a single seedling popping up. Seriously. It can take up to five to 10 years for a piece of bamboo to stick out of the ground. And then once it freaking sticks out of the ground, it's like 12 feet tall within a matter of 20 days. Wow. So it goes years and years. And that's what I want people to think of is 
as you're fighting through it, man, you're just going day by day. Just know, baby, once you poke through, once you poke through, you're, you're, you, there's no stopping, right? And it's like, <clears throat> even me, I still have, I could self-doubt all the time right now, especially because my goals, and I'm going to share them with you, like I want to become the number one personal development mindset coach in the world. Like that is my goal. Like there's no other goal than that. You know, that's how I, I'm measuring myself to that. So it's like, you don't think that plants some self-doubt in my life? I'm looking around this. I, I'm a nobody right now, right? Like that, that, that's still conversations I have every single day, but I get back on track and I'm like, you know what? No, I have this vision for a reason. This isn't just, I'm not on this planet for no reason. And why is this vision planted inside my head? Because it's there for a reason. Any vision you guys have, it, it's there for a damn reason. And it's you just honing in on that best version of yourself and truly listening to yourself. Cause anytime you do something wrong and I believe in karmic debt and, and, and everything like that, you know when you're doing something wrong. Even this most subtle things like looking at porn or, or something that you think doesn't really truly matter in the grand scheme of things. I truly believe that it's actually those small things that mean more than the big things in life. Because throughout life, I always thought success was addition, right? So I was trying to add things. I wanted another house. I wanted this. I wanted that. Until I realized that success is, is actually taking away things. And it's and that's what truly propels you forward. It, that changed my life. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like I said, I've been on this journey myself and, you know, I've learned so much about myself and how just resilient and, you know, powerful and, and, and just tough and, and things. I just can't believe that I'm still standing some days. I'm like, I can't, like there's things that'll get thrown at me and I'm just like, I have to look at myself like, dude, why, why are you not crying? Why are you not pissed or why like what is it that's keeping you going because for a long time I didn't want to live and I only really stayed around because of my mom and my grandma I didn't want them to find me dead and then I didn't then I kind of lost that emotion and that feeling and I lost the sense of direction so I'm like I and I just kind of told myself one day I said look I was like I remember I was in a uh, Home Depot and I just my mom was buying seeds for plants and I said to myself I said look I'm I'm tired of this shit like I really and I'm talking to myself inside and I'm just like do you want to live or not? If you don't, let's come up with a real reason how we're going to kill ourselves. Because I'm, I'm tired of the back and forth. I want to live. I don't want to live bullshit. And I'm like, if not, if you want to live, if you're too afraid to kill yourself and you're, you really, really do want to live, that's out the way the, the pros and the cons. You want to live? Then let's live to the best we can to our ability. And let's just, let's just go all in. Otherwise, and I, so I gave myself no room. I said, look, it's either kill yourself or live the best way you can. And I, from that point on, I never really wanted to end my life ever again. I've, I've had little thoughts and things, but I just, I kept moving. And, and as life has progressed, and especially more of late, it's like, I'm just ready to just keep going and ready to just see what life can bring. And I still have plenty of struggles. I, I deal with my vision every day. I'm trying to get this major surgery done that they keep bullshitting. And, you know, I got a new job I'm going to have to learn. And I'm, I'm fighting even the unemployment that they denied and all these. And I, there's a lot of things on my plate. But I, I, it's like I still look forward, every, forward to every day, and I, I still just can't wait to just see what life brings. Um, yeah. And I'm just I'm ready well, to explore more. I, I love it, man, because you said it, and I teach about this a lot. Is low vision equals low energy. So when you were in the state of not having an actual vision of where you're headed, a purpose, you're going to have that low energy, that low frequency that could have those self-talk of, you know, maybe I do want to kill myself, but – when you have that vision, whatever it is, if you have that high vision, you're going to have high energy that's going to get you through those lows that are – you're, you're going to face the lows. So it's like, what's getting you through them? Oh, knowing where I'm going, knowing the impact I'm going to have on people's lives or knowing that I'm going to do this for my family. Knowing, like, you have to have that purpose. One of my uh, family members just relapsed, and, and I could just smell it coming because – he would show up to his job that he hated every day, right? And he would have nothing to look forward to when he went home except sleeping and watching shows and then showing up to the job again and job again, and he relapsed. And I could just smell it coming, and I told him, I'm like, if you are not living for a purpose, like if you don't have a vision of where you're wanting to go and how where you're going is going to benefit others in a positive manner, then you're going to slip. You're go there's no point in even living at that point 
so if anybody's feeling that way, it's just attach it to a, a higher meaning, man. Paint that vision and, and get out of that low energy state. Yeah. Any kind of toxicity, any, any kind of toxic environment, like get out of there. And that, that was, that's something I've been talking about with the job because they fired me and I found so much, I found so much better of a job now, but like when I got fired the next day, and this is something, this is called evolution, like me evolving because years ago it would have, you know, would have destroyed me. I would have felt like my life was on fire and it's, you know, there's no end to it. But the next day I said that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And I said that while my anxiety was pretty high. Um, and I didn't even know why I said it. I meant it, but I didn't know why I said it. And, and, you know, you, you know, I could, I knew at that point there was, there was all this weight lifted off my shoulder because I was working for a company that I hated, a company that did not take care of people with disabilities, but yet I'm an advocate for people with disabilities. And it was a conflict of interest and it, it weighed on me over the, over time. And, and at some point I was just like, this needs to end, but I made excuse and made excuse and God or whoever intervened and just took it from me and said, look, you're not going to do it. I'm going to do it for you. And it, I'm so happy it's over because God, like I hated it there. And, um, yeah, and just, I'm just so happy. Like I said, that, and that, that has been the start of kind of a lot of the change and the things that have kind of moved on with my life. Um, and, yeah. And I, I hate the, the cut this short because I have to go to the gym soon. Um, oh yeah. But I, um, I, I wanted to make sure we covered everything that you, for the most part, wanted to get into. And we could do another one down the road if you want as well. But, because uh, I think you and I could probably go on forever about this kind of stuff. Um, but I want to yeah, make sure we covered honestly, everything that you you wanted to, because I, I want to make sure you get it out. No, honestly, we covered you know a lot of the things. So it's just one. I, I appreciate you for having me, and and two, I just yeah. I want to reiterate one more time that like. Any answers you guys are searching for out there, I promise you, if you look within, you, you will find them. And it sounds so stupid and cliche, yeah. but trust me, man, you can you can try and fill the, the holes in your heart and in your life with all these outside stuff. I'm here to tell you and try and save you some money and some time. It, it won't make you feel any better. In fact, it'll make you feel worse. So the best thing to do right now in your life is to go have that one-on-one talk with that man in the mirror and, and truly know that you are on this planet for a reason, hone in on that vision, hone in on that responsibility. It's not going to be easy, but just work every day to becoming, you know, that true version of yourself and, and peace will follow brother. Peace will follow. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Let's have another one. Uh, you know, if you guys want to follow me, I, I post daily stuff at, on, on my Instagram at the Hunter Potter. Uh, other than that, man, I appreciate you having me. Let's, let's set up something soon. Yeah, buddy, I, I really appreciate the time, and yeah, please, like I said, I was just going to get into that. Please promote everything, how they can find you, whatever websites, and um, yeah, I hope we can keep in touch and be friends, man. I'd love to support you and support me whenever you got the time, but um, yeah, I think we need to, not just you and I, but I think we need to stick together and, you know, try to make this world the best place we can. That's it, baby. There's our mission. I love it, bro. Thank you so much. You have a great day. You too, my friend. We'll talk soon. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye, buddy. All right, everybody. I thought that was really good. My brain fog started to get a little foggy towards the end, but I thought for the most of it, I was holding up there. I don't know if you can tell. You probably can't tell, but trust me, I know when my vocabulary is popping and I'm I'm, I'm just flourishing and I'm just kind of floating. Um, so, yes, good one, good one. Uh, I really like him a lot. Uh, another, I think, another good friend. And, um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for all the people I've been able to meet and have an impact in their lives as they do in mine and be able to proud to be able to share their story but also just be able to know them and to have them to count on and they can count on me if they need somebody it, it, I mean I'm not full of shit when I ask, when I say you need a friend I'm here um I hate to like bring that up because it seems like oh you know oh, he's bragging but it's it, it's so important to know that there are people out there like you who understand and care and they're there for you if you really really need them you just sometimes have to reach out so, um, but I'm here for you guys. Um, and again, if you want to follow me, my blurred opinion on TikTok and, um, on, uh, Instagram, I'm very active on TikTok. I, I, I really love the content I'm putting out. Um, and I don't say that a lot about things I do. So I trust me, I really do like doing it. And, uh, I hope you guys do as well. And, uh, just DM me, reach out and say hello. And, um, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks everybody. Appreciate y'all.